As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello. Hi, David. This is your dad here. Oh, hi, Dad. Um, you so sound weird today. I wanted to leave you a message. Okay. About, um, you know, call me back. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe you'll call me back tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. And I hope that you're able to rest. I hope that um, you're okay. Just I'm let good. me know, okay? Even seven, eight in the morning, and call me. Oh wow! I worry about you. Oh boy! Okay? I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, Dad. Thank you. Love you. Love Bye -bye. you too. Bye. All right, that was one of the voices of Harold, some woman interpreter calling as my father. But let's turn our attention to some cowbell and some music. The intro from Hal and Philly, going for a drive. podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Okay. Thank you, Alex. Alex Exum. AlexXM.com, who does live talk every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate it. Hey, everybody. Are you ready to dumb it down? That sounds good. Let's do it. I want to get right to it. We have a lot to talk about today. 
We want to talk about a little bit of the previous episode as we usually do. We like to wrap it up a little bit and let's move forward with the next episode. Last episode, I started off the show saying I start the show with a heavy heart because I am now um, another friend bites the dust and then I buried the lead. Then I started to wrap up the previous show talking about the uni knot and all this other stuff. So uh, let me just uh, point out a couple of things that I mentioned that were incorrect. One thing I mentioned was I used the word animated. I said a gun is animated and you know so is a noose. No, I meant to say they're an inanimate object. They're inanimate objects. That's one thing I wanted to say. Um, it was just you know, a mistake. And then the other thing I wanted to say was I was telling a story about one of the fishermen that I spoke to, uh, the expert fisherman, the, the guy who's fishing is his business. That's how he makes a living. Um, was telling me that he would make these uni knots and or nooses his whole life, you know, as soon as he learned how to make them, because he said they were fun to make. You know, he never used them for any purpose other than fishing or whatever, but apparently he made um, these uni knots or these nooses uh, in his house, and I was telling the story about it, but I didn't finish it. He used it to, uh, to pull the blinds up and down. That's what he told me. I can't verify that. I didn't ask him for pictures. I don't know this guy really, you know, a, a lifetime that I could say, oh, he's definitely telling the truth. He could be pulling my leg because he knows I'm going to talk about it on the show. So anyway, um, he said that he would make them. They were fun to make. I was never a knot maker. I mean, I tie my shoes and that's about it. But I could see from that website that I recommended, animatednots.com, some of them look like a lot of fun. If you're in that, you're sitting there with the rope. You got time to burn. You make knots. You learn how to make a knot. Anyway, so you want to go to animated knots. I have no relationship with them, but have fun. So basically, so inanimate object uh, is what I wanted to say. And also, this is what the story I didn't complete. He uses the, uh, the, the, the uni knots, the nooses, to pull his blinds up and down. And also, I was doing a little research about the, the noose, the picture that the FBI provided, NASCAR provided of the noose in the Bubba Wallace's garage. You know, they never actually tell you the size of it. I looked on NPR, I looked at the New York Times. I spent all this time doing more research, which I told you in the last episode I'd enjoy doing it. I had to do more research. Nobody said the actual size of the noose. Was it big enough for a hand? Was it big enough for a head? And um, really, and if they know the team that was in there, they could just find out who was in that garage. And, you know, you can ask around, but I'm assuming that nobody wants to step, into, step up and say, yeah, I made that noose. You know, it was just being funny or I was just showing off or I just didn't even think about it. It was just a knot that I know how to make and whatever. But I don't know if NASCAR is pushing it. And frankly, it doesn't really matter at this point. Uh, it's, you know, the noose was there eight months before and it wasn't intended uh, as a hate crime or anything like that, which is good news. So that's it. So that's the end of that whole conversation. It would be nice if somebody taken an actual picture. And you know how they put the, the yellow line left and right for width and up and down, you know, for uh, for height. But they didn't do that. So, And, of course, the closer you get to the noose, the bigger it appears and the further away from it, the smaller it appears. So what are you going to do? We're going to have to just trust that uh, this is all true. And um, that's it. It was a noose, not a hoax. And it is what it is. All right, let's move on. So let's talk about another friend bites the dust. Another friend slash acquaintance, still a co-worker, bites the dust. That's all I can tell you. This is how I feel at this moment. Because the situation definitely got out of hand. Not not of my doing. I didn't do anything. But I'm going to share with you. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because, um, you know, men are morons. And I seem to find the best in the morons. The best of the best morons because uh, they, they, I don't know, I just can't seem to maintain a good male relationship. 
It's fine, whatever. I said a long time ago on the show that I'm going solo. I'm going solo. I, I, I just can't. I don't have the time for nonsense. But guys have nonsense. They're, they're morons. They have emotional issues. I have emotional issues. You know what the difference is between my emotional issues and everybody else's? I don't put them on other people. I don't affect you. When I'm with other people, I'm on my best behavior. Thank you. Hello. Goodbye. I don't push agenda. But it's funny. When people meet me, they feel like they can push their agenda on me. They can show. They can push their racist agenda on me. They can put their political agenda on me. And by the way, it's both sides. It's all sides. It's just really funny how people treat me. Mostly men. I don't really hang out with women. And I'm not about to. So I'm going solo. That's the end of that. So let me tell you how this whole thing started. I'm going to read you what this particular person posted on Facebook. They didn't write it. They copied and shared it. I don't know where he found it. And it's so funny because I used to have another friend who's also now an acquaintance slash whatever, ex-friend, I don't even care, who would always just find these articles and and post them. And I was like, where do you get these articles from? Because he was all about the caliphate back in the day, all about the caliphate. Oh, my God, I wouldn't stop talking about the caliphate and how we're all going to be talking. We're all going to be Muslim in a couple of days or in a couple of years. What, what a lunatic. Just kept them posting and posting. And I just, like, you know, I put up with it and say, hey, how you doing, buddy? Blah, blah. But, boy, those posts, I had to one follow him. It was too much for me. Okay, so let's. I'm going to read you the, what he posted. He didn't write it. He didn't write it, but he shared it. He copied and posted, pasted it, copied and posted it, copied and pasted and posted it, whatever. And then I shared it. So, and that's important for the story. All right, so we're eight minutes in. Good, plenty of time. Here we go. This is what he wrote. This was copy and shared, not written by me. <clears throat> okay, so he didn't write it. Okay. I stand behind you in line at the store with a smile on my face and a gun in my holster. And you are none the wiser. Yet, you are safer for having me next to you. I won't shoot you. My gun won't pull its own trigger. It is securely holstered with the trigger covered. It can't just go off. However, be assured that if a lunatic walks into the grocery store and pulls out a rifle, I will draw my pistol and protect myself and my family and therefore protect you and your family. I may get shot before I can pull the trigger. But I won't die in a helpless blubbering heap on the floor begging for my life or my child's life. No, if I die, it will be in a pile of spent shell casings. I won't be that victim. I choose not to be. As for you, I don't ask you to carry a gun. If you're not comfortable, then please don't. But I would like to keep my right to choose to not be a helpless victim. There is evil in the world, and if evil has a gun, I want one too. Okay, so there you go, right? That's a nice little paragraph or two. It's really one big long paragraph, but whatever. I assume that if it was in a book, it'd be two paragraphs. So I only have two problems with this with this article, with this story. All right, one, he goes, if a lunatic walks into the grocery store. All right, let's, let's not assume he's a lunatic. He could just be a regular guy who's desperate for money. But maybe that's lunacy, because if you're desperate for money, you shouldn't be robbing a grocery store. You should probably rob a bank. I don't know. I'm not sure that's what he... But I get... He's trying to be a little bit romantic here with the, with the words. And then there's another sentence here that I found kind of interesting. Um, uh, I won't die a helpless blubbering heap on the floor. You know, that's a little bit much. And then um, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah. If I die, it'll be in a pile of spent shell casings. I'm like, okay, uh, that's romantic. I get it. But here's the story. I 
was the first person to reply to this. If I didn't reply to this, I bet you nobody would have. Because, I don't know, it, it's nice, it's just okay, whatever. But I was the first one, because I, I, know, cause I was friends with this guy, co-worker and all that. I, this is what I wrote, exactly, I'm reading it right off my laptop right now. I wrote, well-written and well-said. How do you like that? That sounds nice, right? That's a nice comment. Would you have a problem if I, if you wrote something and I wrote well-written and well-said? By the way, before I move on, let me just say this. I was also the only person to share this. I shared it. And when I shared it, and I'm clicking on it right now on my laptop, I wrote, I shared it, right? And I wrote, for the most part, I agree. Do you? I was, I, I, you know, and I, by the way, I didn't post that in Dumbing It Down with Dave. I posted it in Dave Canyon. I posted it in my own timeline for my thousands of whoever people that I know or don't know to see. I put myself out there because I thought the article was, you know, the story was well-written and well-said. And I wrote, for the most part, I agree. So I've, I've made two postings here. For the most part, first of all, I shared it. That's a big deal because I post a lot of things on Facebook and people don't share my stuff at all. It's really, it's really a struggle to get people to share. I got one guy that shares things, but nobody else. And not all of you on Facebook. I get it, but don't worry about it. So anyway, it's just a point. It's hard to get people to share. So I shared it. I wrote, for the most part, I agree. What about you? And then in the in his thread, I wrote, well written and well said. Okay, so here's what, then it's, you know, there's more to the story. Let me share with you. So somebody who knows me sees me responding to him, well written, well said, and then responds to me and says, on the face, I agree. But the question is, what kind of training did he receive so he doesn't shoot a bystander by accident? Because this guy's not a cop, right? He's just a guy. That's a fair question. What type of background check did he receive? Psychological? What's his mood at this point in time? Did he just get off the phone with someone and is angry or very irritable? Again, he writes, again on the face, I agree. But it's not always black and white. There's gray areas in life. So that's a nice reply. That's a uh, that's a pretty decent reply. So, so far, things are going pretty good. I wrote something nice. Somebody who knows me wrote something nice. Let's move on. So some woman that knows this guy, not the guy who wrote this the story, but the guy who responded to what I wrote, who knows me, wrote, uh, this is my issue too. The number of states that allow crazy people to obtain guns with no training and nothing more than an idea staggering. Okay, that's fair enough. Let's move on. I respond to my friend, okay? I respond, well, I hope I'm going to be able to scroll this down. Why isn't it scrolling down? Oh, there it goes. Okay. I respond to my friend. <clears throat> I agree. See, I agreed with him. He, most for the most part, agreed with me. I, for the most part, agreed with the story. So now this guy, I'm agreeing. He, I wrote, I agree. That's why on my share, I wrote for the most part. And then I wrote, I'd rather live in a world, in parenthesis, like I think I used to, close parenthesis, where the situation wasn't a concern and didn't exist. And what I'm referring to is 10, 20 years ago, or maybe even more, 34, no, I'm 56 years old. Once upon a time, this whole gun thing wasn't an issue in my life. I'm from the city. I, I don't do guns. I'm not saying you shouldn't do guns. I'm, guns. I'm just saying I don't. Okay, let's move on. So then the guy who posted the story, shared, you know, the article, responded to him, my friend. And said, plenty of training. This is his response to, you know, this, you know, the gun holder's state of mind in the grocery store. Plenty of training. I assume he's talking about himself. And he rides on a very even keel, 
just like most CC permit holders, dot, 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 a higher level of responsibility. Well, when I first read this, I had no idea what he meant by rides on a very even keel. I was like, what, what, what ride? What ride are we going on? Oh, I see what he's saying. He feels that he rides on an even keel, which I think I'm going to prove to you he doesn't. But that's beside the point. And then he writes, just like most CC permit holders, and I didn't know what CC meant, but I guess it means carry and conceal or something like that. Again, I'm not a gun guy. But he wrote, he thinks that most CC permit holders have a higher level of responsibility and ride on an even keel. So, okay, I'll buy into that, right? What do I know? So then the very last thing that the guy who posted the story writes to the guy who's a friend of mine, are you a CC holder? Which means, are you a concealed carry holder? Okay, so when you look on Facebook, when you post something, later on it tells you how long ago it was posted. So everything I've read to you so far was two weeks ago. That's two weeks. All of a sudden, the guy who's no longer my friend, who's no longer maybe an acquaintance, I have no idea where we are in this relationship, got a little fed up because nobody responded to him. The last thing he wrote is, are you a CC holder? To me, the thread was dead, by the way. I had forgotten about it. It was many days in between five days ago, I mean, um, uh, two weeks ago, and then five days ago. It's just a lot of time. And I had forgotten all about this thread. I'm out shopping with my wife. I got my phone in my pocket. My phone starts buzzing. And I looked out at my phone. Oh, wait, I'll get to that in a second. So he writes, he, 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 the guy who writes the story, I hope it's not too confusing. I'm trying to be very clear about this. So the guy who wrote the original story, who who, um, copied and shared it, he gets fed up because he's waiting a long time for this answer. Are you a CC holder? He writes, question mark, question mark, question mark, dot, 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 or just a defenseless sheep. And I'm looking at this going, wow, that's all right, whatever. That's kind of harsh, defenseless sheep, but whatever. No disrespect, comma. But we have crazy outlaws with, capital letters, illegal guns, right? So he's saying we have crazy outlaws with illegal guns. And you question, and you question, citizens in capital letters, citizens with legal guns? Look around you right now, question mark, in capital. Feeling good? So wait a minute. He's not questioning anything. He's, I mean, he is, but it's like you're just having a conversation. You don't have to get into all capital letters and calling people defenseless sheep. All right, whatever. So then he writes something like backslash, backslash, backslash. I don't know. Two million. I don't know. I, by the way, I don't get all these backslashes, but whatever. He's a fan of it. Two million NICS. I don't know what NICS is. NICS checks a month since this shite stain started. I don't even know what he's referring to, but whatever. One half of which are new gun buyers. They need training, dot, dot, dot. Lots of libs buying guns, dot, dot, dot. Train them, dot, dot, dot. Carry if you want, dot, dot, dot. Things are getting ugly, backslash, backslash, backslash. I don't know what any of that really means, but okay. So I just see that he got a little tired of waiting for the answer because I guess he feels like he's entitled to an answer, but the thread was dead. The guy didn't want to answer him, so it's over. So I'm I'm shopping with my wife. We're at ShopRite in Kingston. I got my phone in my pocket. Also, my phone starts to buzz. And the guy who I work with, the guy who copy and share this, calls me the P word. And I'm not going to repeat it here. Calls me the P word, spells it out. And then he calls me wishy-washy. 
And I'm like, what? So I stopped and I said, wow, what's going on here? And I wrote, and it's right here on the thread. I'm reading it live. I wrote, huh? Question mark. How did I get involved? I, how, did, how am I involved in any of this? Well, how am I the P word? And how am I wishy-washy? Well, what happened is, by the way, he deleted everything he wrote from from the point where he wrote things are getting ugly, backslash, 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 five days ago. He just deleted everything. So he's barely not even this conversation. All you see now is me responding to myself, which is idiotic. But guess what? I'm going to continue my lifelong Facebook history of not deleting anything. I haven't deleted anything. Anything I've ever deleted, it's just because, eh, it's pointless. Well, I don't want this. Like nobody responded to it or whatever, but nothing, nothing out of embarrassment because I'm afraid my comments are out there for all to see. I don't post something. By the way, I think I'm on a very even keel. Do you think this person's still on an even keel? You think they're still writing on even keel? They're deleting their post when they call me the P word, right? Okay, I'm just saying. So I wrote, how, how did I get involved? Then he comments to me, but it's deleted. Then I wrote, I said, besides, this thread was dead to me. It was dead. And I wrote, carry on. So I wrote, I wrote, carry on. It's right here. I'm reading it live. And then he wrote back to me one of the posts he didn't delete. He wrote, nonsense, which I don't know what he's talking about. And then I said, not to me. It's not nonsense. I've made my decision. See? And he wrote, no, I don't see. And I'm like, Why? what is going on here? I don't I understand his behavior and all this. Anyway, then I, I try to end the conversation on Facebook by saying, because, you know, he tells the story about being in a grocery store, right? So I wrote, and I try to be a little bit funny here, try to, like, be humorous, but not be disrespectful. I never called anybody the P word. I never called anybody wishy-washy. I never judged anybody. I said that this was well-written and well-said, compliment number one and then i shared it and i wrote i agree for the most part what about you you know to the to my friends so i wrote two very complimentary things but all of a sudden i'm getting beat up i'm called the p word and i'm called wishy-washy then i wrote this to be funny i wrote let me know when you go shopping i'll tag along and ride shotgun and i wrote see what i did there you know because i'm riding shotgun and he has a pistol so i thought it'd be kind of funny and that we go shopping together because this whole story takes place in a grocery store anyway but here's where I do very well for myself, folks. He deleted his comments. All right. So he rides on a very even keel, but he deleted his comments because he's embarrassed or whatever. I don't know why. I can't say why he deleted it. But guess what? I decided to go off of Facebook and text him because I wanted to have a personal conversation. And I realized he was embarrassing himself, but I, and I felt bad for him. So I said, okay, let me, let me see what's going on. So he says to me, this is how he, uh, actually, he, he, he sits to me first. He goes, cause I forgot, yeah, I, f- I said something to him, and then he said something to me. He goes, he calls me a wishy-washy B-word, B wishy-washy. And then he writes this, the folks that you're trying to appeal to will eat you alive. There comes a time when you need to take a stand. And I'm thinking, what people am I appealing to? Who is it? What is he talking about? Then I wrote, no need for name-calling. I was really just stuck on that. When a friend calls me the P word for all the world to see on Facebook, then I start to question our friendship because that's not funny and that's not a nice thing to say. It's disrespectful. And, and no, the wishy-washy thing too, it's, like, it's just not right. And he wrote, stop. I wrote, no need for name calling. He wrote, stop, which is important because I'm going to explain to you why that's important in a second. He wrote the word stop. He wrote, accurate description isn't name calling. And I wrote, not nice. All right? I'm trying to give him short answers. He goes, and this is so ridiculous. He goes, I understand you're a podcaster and want maximum views and subscribers, but reality has to shake in at some point. You want to defund the police? 
You better be armed. The bad guys won't stand down. Smarten up, Dave. So now, you know, now he's back on my real name, which is nice. But I'm like, wait a minute. Defund the police? When did I when did I say defund the police? I never said defund the police. That's not in this conversation at all. But all of a sudden, I'm being accused of defunding the police. All right. So he wants me to be, I better be on. And the bad guys won't stand up. He wants me to smarten up Dave. That's what he said. So I wrote, guess what? Because, you know, he wrote stop. So then I wrote stop. Try to use his own words because he rides on an even keel. So he knows what the word stop is because he used it to me. So now I'm using it back to him. Then he wrote back to me. You stop. <laughs> now we're like 12-year-olds. Well, he's like a 12-year-old, but he rides on an even keel. He's an even keel 12-year-old. He goes, you stop. You smarten up. Your comments of the old world don't apply now. These folks are taking it to a level that we haven't seen in our five decades plus of life. You can live naive. You'll probably die naive. My two cents, brother. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> what What? What are my comments of the old world? And these folks are taking it to a level we haven't seen in five decades. I don't know what he's talking about. And you can live naive. You'll probably die naive, which is interesting. He'd rather die in a shell of empty cases or whatever his romantic thing was that the, he copied. That's it's fine. I didn't I didn't judge him for that. But okay, now I'm being judged. But I, I want you to notice, I haven't said anything here. All I said was well-written, well-said. And I said, for the most part, I agree. And now I'm trying to give him one-word answers. He won't take it. So he wrote, my two cents, brother. Okay. He says, my two cents, brother. And then I wrote, noted. That's it. I have it here in my text. I wrote, noted. I thought we were done. He goes, nope. You better take note. Naive ain't going to cut it these days. Which I think he kind of said before. But whatever. So I wrote, I'm doing fine. I should have wrote, noted again. I don't know. I'm trying to be creative and change it up a little bit. So I wrote, I'm doing fine. And then he goes, nope, that's not good enough, right? He goes, you ain't seen nothing yet. I went, okay. I said, I know that I haven't said a thing, and you're bullying, name-calling, and applying pressure on me to respond. That's not the way I operate. Folks, by the way, you call me a name, you're not going to get an answer. You, you treat me with disrespect, you're not going to get an answer. We're going to address the disrespect issue before you get an answer. That's just the way I roll. I ride on a very even keel. At least I like, I like to think I do. Maybe I don't. Um, maybe instead of calling me the P word, you could have politely asked me my thoughts. I've never called you any names. I've never pressured you or anyone for an answer. Maybe I should be the one, maybe I should be the one holding the gun. I'm calm under pressure. And he wrote, okay, you have spoken, laughing my effing ass off. Uh, and by the way, everything's an asterisk. So I'm just assuming he said effing. You live in your, na- again, uh, naive. He's always putting me in naive. You live in your naive world while the nation is burning without taking a stand. Okay, you be you. Keep your blinders on, brother. And then he writes, and the effing, I guess, I don't know, because it's all asterisks. Uh, the effing P, whatever, is a P, whatever, Dave. You can't pander to all sides. And I'm like, what is he talking about? I said, well written, well said. And I shared it. And then I wrote, um, I, for the most part, I agree. Where is he getting on pandering? I don't know where this is coming from. Then I wrote, are you putting the asterisks in these words purposely? Or is that one of our phones? Again, trying to like change the subject. And he wrote, phones. I went, okay. I said, and that's it. I said, good night. I have more to say, but I'm not interested in texting all night. I was getting really tired of this. I was trying to be with my wife. I was trying to shop at ShopRite. We were trying to get some ice cream or whatever. Trying to have a nice night. And also I'm defending myself for being wishy-washy and the P word. How much time do I have? Oh, good. I've got a little time left. Okay. 
And that was that was bothering me. He didn't know where I was. He didn't ask me how he was. What he just p word and wishy washy. I'm like wow. And then I got this whole thing about being naive and I'm pandering. I'm like wow. Then he wrote, "I've had enough of you." I went, "Wow, that's funny." I haven't said or done anything. If anyone should be done, it's me. I haven't I haven't bullied, pressured, or name called you. Read this entire thread from starting from Facebook. I was impressed with the good writing you posted and shared it. I liked what it had to say, so I shared it and wondered what my listeners and friends had to say. I was under no obligation to have my own opinion. I would have gladly discussed it on my show or live with you. But yeah, I'm a little sensitive. Call me a P-word on Facebook for all to see is inconsiderate. I'm not angry about it. I'm just not going to respond to it. I would have gladly discussed it otherwise. Look back at the thread. I have an opinion, and it's already posted early in the thread. Maybe you didn't recognize it as a valid opinion, but it's my opinion. You have yours, and you have many. And I've never passed judgment on any of them. You're entitled to your opinions, right? That's what I said, folks. It's here in my text. He wrote, good night. My circle decreased by one. Don't need plastic folks. My very small circle is great. Goodbye, Dave. I'm like, wow. Something's going on here and it ain't me. I wrote, ha. That's it. One word, ha. He wrote, ha, you. You should know that you can't placate everyone. I'm still going, who is he talking? What am I placating? What am I being naive about? I said everything I needed. There's nothing to be said. And I wrote, I'm not even trying. You're way off on this. And I wrote, drinking much tonight? (laughs) And he didn't answer. So then I wrote a couple of things to try to get in touch with him. And he hasn't been very forthcoming with responding. So that's the end of that, folks. And and I've I've sent them like five or six texts. Hey, man, you know, can we talk? Hey, man, you know, and I've called him. I called him and left a couple of voicemails. He hasn't responded. So that's where we're at, folks. I can't seem to maintain a very good male relationship. I'm curious what you think. Leave your comments here on the Spreaker box, Right. Um, if you like, or if you if you don't want to leave a typed message, you can also leave a message on uh, the voicemail, the Dumbing It Down with Dave hotline at 3477-I-M-DUMB, the letter I, the letter M, D-U-M-B, 3477, or you can call, what is the number here? Let me see if I can get it real quick. The number is, uh, give me one second, it is 347 347- Seven right three four seven seven I am dumb, but the number is three four seven seven four six three eight six two three four seven seven four six three eight six two. You can leave a voicemail. If you keep it clean, I'll play it on the show. If you don't keep it clean, I can't play it on the show. And try to keep it between thirty to sixty seconds so I can uh, download it as MP three and play it here, uh, like I play uh, the voicemail from my dad, Voices of Harold. So, folks, that's it. That's everything that I have. The only thing I didn't t- read to you um, verbatim and I didn't read to you with accuracy are the posts that he deleted because I guess he's embarrassed or ashamed. He called me the P word and then wishy-washy and then naive a hundred times, which I don't think I am. Well written and well said. That's what I wrote. And um, that's the end of that. All right. So that I hope they dumbed it down for you. Uh, uh, one other friend bites the dust. Dumbing it down with Dave, going solo for the rest of his life. Have a good day, folks. I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dumbing It Down with Dave. Goodbye, good day, good night, good luck, good riddance, good rats, Godspeed, and great skills. Take care.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.